This is an Odyssey original. This is the War in Ukraine Daily. I'm Charles Feldman. And I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles, Finland, a country that knows a thing or two about Russian aggression. The Finns fought a war against Russia in 1940. Joseph Stalin tried to pull off a land grab there in the midst of World War II. And yet, up until this year, Finland has maintained a more or less neutral position in international affairs, has resisted joining NATO. Russia's war in Ukraine has changed all that. The Finns looking to formally apply for NATO membership in the coming weeks, on the way to becoming part of the alliance by the end of the year, the Russians not thrilled. Russia is vowing to take retaliatory steps after Finland announced it will move to join NATO without delay. Sweden working on a similar move. Now, it's just some of the unintended consequences of Vladimir Putin's move to seize Ukraine as he's managed to increase unity and cooperation among NATO countries to their highest levels, perhaps since the Cold War. Joining us now, Nigel Rabb, history professor and expert in Russia at Loyola Marymount University. Um, is this another situation where Putin's Ukraine strategy has backfired badly on the Russians? Yeah, I, I do think it is a little bit of a backfire. It just, at the moment, though, you don't really know how, how the Russians will react because things are not going so well in Ukraine. I mean, I think even yesterday they've they withdrew their troops from Kharkiv, and so they've concentrated on even a more even smaller part of Ukraine. And so, you know, who knows how they'll react? Because Finland, like you said, has a it's like an eight hundred mile border, so that's a long border. Well, I mean, I guess the thing that that is most concerning is that the world is a bit in a bind right now, isn't it? Because on the one hand, uh, you know, the U.S. and and Western allies don't want to let the Russians get off unpunished. Uh, on the other hand. The U.S. Is, is clearly ramping up its contribution to this effort in terms of hardware and money. Now you've got nations like Finland and, and Sweden probably are going to and probably will be accepted at that into NATO. So aren't we going down a road that this escalation can have devastating consequences? If it, if it came to a military escalation, absolutely. I mean, but it, at some level, it's just in terms of the West, it's just returning to sort of some Cold War agreement. I mean, the new factor, obviously, is China on the other side, but it's a Cold War agreement. And, and Russia is going to just entrench itself, and somehow they're going to have an economy which they just get by on. And I don't know. It's very difficult to, to, to predict what would happen in Finland. I, I can't imagine the Russians doing anything in Finland, even though during World War II, just before World War II, or around that time, they did go to war with the Finns, but I, I don't see I, I don't see Russia crossing that border anytime soon. And Putin at this point must be pretty surprised that NATO and, and the West held together as as strong as it has so far, because that was his whole thing, right? That oh, we're we're going to break these guys pretty fast. They can't all get it together. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think they were very surprised. I think the most the most surprising thing was the speed of the sanctions. They and, and the speed of the sanctions. And it wasn't just government sanctions. It was like McDonald's. And McDonald's is, is, is got highly, highly symbolic value down, right downtown Moscow that they would pull out too. That was, I think, a big surprise. Yeah. So what, in your view, is Putin's end game on this? I mean, he, he must realize that the strategy, I mean, he can't be that, that isolated, that he doesn't realize that whatever his initial intent was, it's not going that way. And to your point, places like McDonald's uh, have now pulled out of, of his country. What do you think is, in his mind, the, the end game on this? So had you asked me that question, say, three months ago, 
I would have just calmly answered something like, you know, he just doesn't want the expansion of NATO. But but I think it's changed because the invasion of Ukraine is just a colossal error. I mean, it's a major error because it set Russia back economically 30 years. So it looks like to me, they're what they're now saying is they basically want the Donbass in southeastern Ukraine. And yeah, some some type of sort of living arrangement with the West while they sell some oil to China, something like that. But the the Russian standard of living, again, many like Iran, you know, has sanctions, but it survives. Russia will survive. I don't think that's a doubt. But the standard of living will just it's it'll almost go back to what, you know, comparatively what it was like in the Soviet Union. And, and if you also look at all the censorship in Russia, that is ramped up so much. And so then there's the worry about, you know, how long can you keep how long can you keep the pressure down? Because at some point, you know, things will explode. So. Nigel Rabb, history professor, expert in Russia, Loyola Marymount University. This is an Odyssey original. Find us and others on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher.